It's Tuesday, February 5, 2013. Will we sit on the sidelines and fall behind? Or will we play to win the clean energy race? Energy Secretary Stephen Chu steps down. High gas prices are like a tax straight out of your paycheck. Record high gas prices mean big oil profits. U.S. carbon emissions fall. Plus, we could have saved 500 million bottles on game day alone. The Super Bowl ad you didn't get to see. All of that and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Well, as is obvious to the viewers at home, we have a power outage here at the Superdome. Oh, great. Thanks, Obama. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, the lights went out in the middle of the Super Bowl. I don't really know what happened, but I'm pretty sure it's got to be Barack Obama's fault. <laughs> well, yeah, that is essentially what the right-wing media is saying. It was the night the lights went out in NOLA. Officials still don't know why the power went out in half of the Superdome in New Orleans on Sunday, only that sensors at the dome detected an anomaly that tripped a breaker. But the crack right-wing investigative media was on it. On Twitter and elsewhere, they blamed everything from Obama to new energy-efficient LED lights that were installed on the exterior of the dome. Except the power outage was inside the dome while the new LED lights outside the dome remained on. The Super Bowl also helped save energy. It seems counterintuitive, but electricity consumption actually falls during the game. According to a new analysis, electricity use during last year's game dropped an estimated 7% across the whole country. That's because people tend to watch the game in groups, meaning energy consumption is concentrated in fewer places. Too bad we can't play the Super Bowl weekly, huh? And one Super Bowl commercial has gained notoriety for being rejected by network CBS. Now, CBS won't comment on why it rejected the ad by at-home soda maker SodaStream, but critics say it might be because SodaStream took aim at the game's sponsors, Coke and Pepsi, and directly criticized the waste generated by hundreds of millions of discarded plastic soft drink bottles. With SodaStream... We could have saved 500 million bottles on game day alone. If it was because Coke and Pepsi were also both seen in the ad, seems a bit hypocritical. We see ads from Coke and Pepsi during the Super Bowl all the time. Coke shows Pepsi, Pepsi shows Coke. But I guess it's a two-party duopoly when it comes to the uh, cola wars. Yeah, critics have called on CBS to come clean and explain their standards. The controversy, though, has boosted the ad anyway with millions of online views. Good. It's not enough for our country to invent clean energy technologies. We have to make them and we have to use them. Invented in America, made in America, and sold around the world. That's how we'll create good jobs and lead in the 21st century. That was Energy Secretary Stephen Chu in 2011. The Nobel Prize-winning physicist has announced he will step down. As Secretary of Energy, he oversaw investment in the nation's domestic renewable energy industry, including a doubling of renewable energy projects across the country on public lands in just four years. In his departure letter to employees, Chu was blunt on the importance of clean energy to the economy and taking action on climate change, saying, quote, 
Ultimately, we have a moral responsibility to the most innocent victims of adverse climate change. Those who will suffer the most are the people who are the most innocent, the world's poorest citizens, and those yet to be born. Unfortunately, the White House kept Chu from being this blunt about climate change during his term. All of these uh, energy-related officials who are leaving seem to be leaving behind these letters on the way out to say, by the way, you better do something about climate change. But the good news is Chu's programs are already delivering carbon dioxide emissions in the United States have fallen to their lowest levels since 1994. Why? That's according to a new report by Bloomberg New Energy Finance. They say that emissions fell due to the doubling of renewable energy installations in just four years, plus utilities dropping dirty coal and switching to cheap natural gas because of fracking, and from energy efficiency upgrades to commercial buildings. Now, the U.S. is now more than halfway towards Obama's target of cutting emissions by 17 percent below 2005 levels, and that's in spite of Republican obstruction in Congress. And in spite of the inability to pass a cap-and-trade bill over the past five years, which, I should remind you, Republicans used to favor. Yep. Finally, poor, poor big oil. 2012 wasn't a record year for oil profits. Snarky of you. Yes, but it wasn't too shabby. Big oil earned well over $100 billion in pure profit in 2012, helped out by consumers who paid record high gas prices at the pump, despite a drilling boom in the U.S. that the right-wing media said would lower gas prices. And they were able to make those kind of profits even after canceling the uh, welfare uh, entitlements that we give to them? Oh, wait, that's right. We didn't. We We still give them $4 billion a year in subsidies and tax breaks. Lucky them. And lucky you. You can check out that story and the ones we couldn't get to today at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Remember, you can download us anytime via iTunes. Listen to us on your mobile device via TuneIn or the Stitcher Radio app. Find us and like us on the Facebook and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. <laughs>